Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Kennard Levy-Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program. We've been on an air. Boy, (laughs) let me try that again. We've been on the air uh, for 12 years, and uh, we have all kinds of programs here. If you are, or uh, episodes here where it, uh, it will enlighten you and give you more spiritual knowledge and food so that you could truly understand how to worship the true God and his true way of life. Now, the Bible study today, which I hope is going to be over in 15 minutes, is entitled, Why Are There Around 41,000 Different Christian Organizations? And that that is a key question, ladies and gentlemen, because um, I'm going to this website. It's called LearnReligions.com, and it has some very interesting statistics here about Christianity. There's in 2010 there were 2.2 billion. That's what would be Christians of all ages living around the world. In the United States, you have 247 million. This is back in 2010. In the United Kingdom, you have 45 million. Uh, Christians, and the percentage of Christians worldwide, 32% of the population. The top three largest national Christian populations in the United States, uh, 79.5% of the population, 246,780,000. Brazil, 175,770, no, 175,770,000. In Mexico, 107,780,000. And then you have the number of Christian denominations. According to the Center for the Study of Global Christianity, CSGC is the acronym, at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary, there are approximately 41,000 Christian denominations and organizations in the world today. 
This statistic takes into consideration cultural distinctions between denominations in different countries, so there is an overlapping of many denominations. Of course, you have the Roman Catholic Church uh, is the largest um, Christian group in the world today, with more than a billion followers consisting about half the world's Christian population. Brazil has the largest number of Catholics, 134 million more than Italy, France, and Spain combined. Protestant. There are approximately 800 million Protestants in the, in the world. Now, you know where the Protestant movement came from. It came from what Martin Luther did in the 15th century. He protested against the Catholic Church, and that's what began the Protestant movement. And so there are approximately 800 million Protestants in the world, comprising 37% of the global Christian population. The United States has more Protestants than any other country, 160 million which is about 20% of the worldwide total number of Christians. You have Orthodox, approximately 260 million people worldwide are Orthodox Christians, comprising 12% of the global Christian population. Nearly 40% of Orthodox Christians worldwide live in Russia. About 28 million Christians worldwide, 1% do not belong to one of these three largest Christian traditions. And so this is very interesting, and I can break this down further, but I don't have a lot of time. What you can do is go to learnreligions.com, uh, learnreligions.com, and it'll give you all the information you desire about Christianity or any other religion, it appears here. All right, so um, the interesting thing about this is that um, I was reading one statistic saying it's going to get up to near almost 50,000 by the year, I think, 2025 with the several different organizations. Okay, so I've covered that. So let, let's get to the issue here in, in the few time that I have left here. Uh, why do we have this? Why do we have many beliefs when the Bible plainly states, as you can see, if you're looking at the screen here, um, where I advertise the program, it says there's supposed to be one Lord, one faith, and the Koine Greek or the Hebrew Greek for that means adherence to the truth. And the Hebrew equivalent can also mean truth. Imuna, it can mean truth. So Ephesians 4, verse 5, there's one truth, not several truths, uh, but there's one overall truth, and all the other truths are underneath that truth. Now, here's a question you need to ask yourself, because I've already asked this question, and I've had it answered when I was uh, 17 years old. Is it because the whole world has been deceived? What is the truth? And then... I have the scripture right here listed uh, on the description of the program, Revelation 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So your Bible is saying that there's some devil or the, uh, called Satan which deceives the whole world. To deceive means it's a trick to make something appear to be right, but it's wrong. And 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3, it states, But if our gospel be hid, and it is, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, who's the God of this world? It's the devil, who has blinded the minds of them which believe not. So those who don't believe, and I've explained last week who a true believer is. If you don't understand who a true believer is, or you think you do, then go ahead and listen to that. Um, so the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, that not the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine into them. That's 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3. Then Matthew 24, verse 4 to 5 says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. And so this is the first thing that came out of his mouth 
when they asked him what would be the sign of your coming in the end of the age, the first thing that came out of his mouth, which is the most uh, prevalent characteristics of the end time, is deception. It says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. Matthew 24, verse 4 to 5. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 4. For if he that cometh preach of another Jesus, and another Jesus has been preached, ladies and gentlemen, a Jesus that, that uh, said it was okay uh, for you to believe that the, that the law was nailed to the cross, and he, he has real long hair and looks like a European, doesn't have any Jewishness at all. That's the false Jesus that's being preached around the world. Or if you receive another spirit, and many people think they have God's spirit, and they don't, which you have not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, you might bear with them. The Second Corinthians 11, verse 4, and then you read that whole chapter, he talks about that, this, that uh, the devil can appear as an angel of light, which confirms what Revelation 12, verse 9 is saying. He says, also his ministers, which are many of them worldwide, appear also as ministers of righteousness, and they're not. Isaiah 30, verse 1 says, woe to the rebellious children. So that's what he calls Christians and Jews, rebellious children, <laughs> says the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering. And that covering, that Hebrew sense of that word means that something is hidden. It's hidden. But not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. Now, God's spirit does not add sin to sin. So who, which spirit do you think does that? It's the unholy spirit of the devil that does that. And so Isaiah 25, verse 7 to 8, and he will destroy in his mountain the face of the covering, and the same Hebrew word that was used by Isaiah 30, verse 1 is being used here. So the, the secret, the hiding, cast over all people, and the veil, and that veil can mean a, a, a libation offering that can be used uh, to make idols, okay, or images. The veil that is spread over all nations, he will swallow up death and victory, and the master will wipe away tears from all their faces. And the rebuke of the correction of his people shall he take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. And so this is the good news that will come a time when people will no longer need to be corrected anymore. <laughs> and we're away from that right now. But that's the ultimate goal. The majority of people who have ever lived on the earth will accept correction and they will be saved. But unfortunately, we're going to have to go through a lot. For that to happen Because human beings are rebellious Very rebellious And when you're rebellious As the Bible indicates here You cause The spirit to leave you And I've tried to explain this to people That have a rebellious nature And they just don't get it 1 Samuel chapter 15 States here Verse 23, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And this is talking about not occasional rebellion, but consistent. Over and over and over again, doing the same thing. Okay, you, you, you cannot think that the Holy Spirit is going to dwell with you when you do those things. Okay? For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. And so rebellion, stubbornness, is you're, you're violating the, the, the uh, first commandment when you do that. Okay? Uh, actually the first and second commandment Especially second You're committing idolatry when you don't want to obey Because thou has rejected the word of God He has also rejected thee And this, I, I read this scripture all the time Because it's a very important This is what happened to Samuel because of his rebellion But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul 1 Samuel 16 verse 14 And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him That's what will happen When you continue to resist 
and don't want to obey uh, the master, don't want to obey the commandments. And so this program is an outreach to people in the world that think that Sunday is the Sabbath day, that uh, really, really believes that. And, and, and this program is trying to wake you up to the reality that that's a lie. Okay. Uh, the Sabbath is on Saturday, the seventh day of the week. God stated in his word in the commandments that we ought to rest the seventh day, not the, not the first day of the week. And if you look in the dictionary, Merriam-Webster dictionary, under uh, Saturday, it tells you it's the seventh day of the week. So your, the question to you, you need to ask yourself, is why are most of the 2.2 billion Christians keeping the wrong day as a day of worship, as a day of fellowship? And so those are the things that you need to, to, to uh, really come and, and, and ask yourself why that's the case. So anyway, uh, to recap, I think I've answered the question, the reason why there's 41,000 different Christian denominations or organizations, because most of them don't teach the truth. They don't have the truth. They have a mixture of truth and error. But the Bible indicates that we have to follow him fully. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 24, it says that. And in Numbers 32, verse 11 and 12, we have to follow him completely, not partially. And one last scripture here before I... Um, in this, Matthew 5, verse 17 states, he states here, think not that I have come to destroy the Torah or all the instructions of God, the law, or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill or to complete. And that means really to complete and show you how it's done to complete your understanding of it. And so you're talking about the prophets. Moses was a prophet. So he did not come to destroy anything that Moses wrote. And yet, what did the Christian t churches teach is that the law or Moses has been nailed to the cross. And so anyway, I leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. Ponder that, and if you uh, desire to want to learn more, go to uh, just simply type in my name, Kennard, K as in kite, E as in elephant, two N's as in Nancy, A-R-D. The middle initial is Levi, L-E-V-I, Brown, not middle initial, but middle name. And then you can type it on Facebook and then friend request me, and I'll put you in my Merciful Servants of God group page. I don't sell Unlike many ministers in the world, I do not sell any of my teachings because I don't believe the Bible teaches that a minister should do so. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> may Yah bless or may God bless and keep you. And God willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.